bad marriages come from bad spouses. And bad spouses are individuals who are not healthy. Right. They are people who have not done their work, who who don't understand how to have relationship. They're so much either in their survival brain, that self-protective um, place, or they have shut down completely in terms of learning how to grow. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, why love isn't enough for a happy marriage. What do you mean it's not enough? It's not enough. I love you. Isn't that what makes our marriage work? Oh, yes, for sure. <laughs> if only, if only that's what it took, but it takes a wee bit, bit more. A little bit more. A wee bit more. All right. Ready? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Hello, my love. Thank you for your foot all up in my business. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. We had a um, meeting yesterday and so, or on Monday and um, someone threw out this phrase and it stuck. And if I wrote it down mm-hmm. because it's a good podcast episode. So okay. here it is. We never drift towards health. We never drift towards health. If you want to become healthy, if you want to have a good marriage, if you want to have a healthy body, if you want to be financially healthy, if you want to be healthy in any sort of way, doing nothing, remaining static, just being inactive, hoping all those things happen. Never do. Never happen. No. Each one of those require intentionality, work, effort, purpose, training, equipping, education. If you want to right. do any of those things, think it, even mechanically, you drive your car and you don't do anything to it. What's going to happen to it? It's going to fall apart and die. What are you doing? I'm fixing it for you. No, you're, I don't want it right there. You're trying it was, to fix it. It was right where I wanted it. Shut up. Don't fix things <laughs> for me. And it made me think about another topic that we were talking about the other day okay. because uh, we came across this guy on Instagram and he's one of the few voices out there in kind of the marriage relationship space that he is, he just kind of set it straight up, which is um, love is not enough to make a marriage work. A lot of people just think, oh, we're in love. Right. That's like saying, oh, we bought a car. Oh, <laughs> oh, I got a job. If you don't work the job, if you don't maintain the car, if you don't continually do the work to make your marriage better, it will, by the simple law of deterioration, I made that one up, um, <laughs> it, will, it will just start to fall apart. Right. It will never just get better. It won't just stay good. Right. I, I, and I think a lot of people, well, a lot of people when they're young, Yep. And they get married. Yep. They have this idea that yeah. we're just going to be lovey-dovey for the rest of our lives and everything's going to be great. And uh, it's particularly people who came from um, a family where they didn't see their parents fighting mm-hmm. and everything seemed all good. Yeah. And that's just how it is. And it's, um, it's a lot of work. It's a lot more work than I anticipated it to be. Hey, what do you mean? Well, not just for, you know, 
I had to do yeah. my own work. Yeah, I had to be patient and kind with you as you grew. Yeah. And But um, you had to learn about yourself. You had to become a healthier version of, of yourself. Myself. Oh, oh my goodness. I had it to took become... me way too long to to find the pieces that I needed mm. to become a better version of myself. Yeah. So I was completely unaware of the things about myself that needed to be changed and grown yeah. and um, Here's something ironic about that, believe it or not. There is a progressive trend in marriage right now where people are getting married later and later and later. Yes. Because they want to have all of the boxes checked in terms of I've got everything in place so that now I'm ready to be married. Mm -hmm. So I'm getting married later. I've got my uh, career in place. Financially, I'm on the right, right. right path. Um, Location-wise, I know where I want to live. Uh, just all these kind of boxes they're trying to tick. And when they get into marriage, it's like this is just one more box they're going to tick hmm. so that they can be happy. They can have their life the way they want it to be. Mm -hmm. um, and marriage is going to throw you under the bus. <laughs> marriage never goes the way you expect it to be. But when you treat marriage the same way you treat a job... Or right. you treat a house or you treat all these other consumable things of, oh, I bought that and I didn't like that. So I'm going to trade it in or I'm going to get something better or I'm going to go find a different job or I'm, because this one isn't working out for me because it doesn't get me to my definition of happiness at the end of my right. life. Right. When you see that as, as recyclable or consumable in some way. Um, you enter into marriage with the entirely wrong mindset. Right. And I'm, and I'm, I'm, hear me clearly, everybody. I think it's actually really good to have those things in place. You want to be intentional about getting married. It's wise to, you know, make sure you're financially capable of supporting a family and contributing and all these other. There's nothing wrong with all of that. But you are not going to have all of life figured out and then just get married and, and enjoy it, be, it. Yes. And it'd be easy. It's you're, you're getting married and then the work begins. Yes. Then you have to do the really hard work for the rest of your life. Yes. And so. We, we talk about how that it's hard work and it is really hard work, but it is so rewarding. And it's not hard work where you have to work hard, work hard, work hard, keep working hard, work hard more, and then finally right. enjoy the, yeah. the the rewards of that hard work. Oh. It's work hard, enjoy, work yeah. hard, enjoy, work hard, enjoy. So it's not this long road of no. hard before no. you finally get no. to the end. it shouldn't be. It, it no. definitely shouldn't be. Um, trying to be completely prepared before you get married um, is impossible because you don't know the right questions to ask until you are in the middle of being married. You right. don't know what skills you need to develop until you are actually in the marriage. And you don't know what the other person that's going, that you're going to be married to, what, what they're, they're bringing, bringing in. in. Yeah. What bag of crazy they're going to introduce into the story. here. Right. And so, so the most important thing, this is what I tell my kids all the time, the most important thing to look for someone in a relationship going forward, if you want this to be a long-term marriage kind of relationship, are they a person who has a growth mindset? Do they want to learn? 
Are they willing to be challenged and say, I recognize I'm not doing this great. I need to do this better. Uh, I recognize I don't know how to do this and I want to go find the tools, the method, the program, the people, the whatever that's going to help me get better at this. Right. Do they want to get better? Because there are a lot of people who, um, actually the phrase I heard this week, someone called it the dumb husband. It's the husband who just, he goes to work and then he comes back and he thinks he's done his job because um, interacting with the kids isn't his job. Contributing around the house isn't his job. Um, uh, anything else that is outside of providing, financially. providing financially and sex isn't his job. Mm -hmm. And so he's very passive. He's very um, removed. He's detached. He's um, abdicating his role as a husband. And it creates resentment and bitterness in his wife because mm -hmm. he is not working on the marriage. He got married and said, and now I'm done. I don't have right. to do anything else to contribute to helping this new organism, this new marriage right. get better. Um, and again, that is a recipe for failure. And do you think in 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 men's mind that have that mindset that that for them love equals happiness? So we're in love, so you should be happy. Uh, possibly, yes, absolutely. Uh, I think love equals doing for them. Give me something to do not something to be. Uh, I can do work. I can do X, Y, and Z. I have done X, Y, and Z. You should be happy. You should be grateful. Right. And, I, and you shouldn't expect anything else of me. Got it. And that misses an entire three quarters of the rest of the marriage, which is emotional intelligence and right. learning how to um, be present and connected and, and how to be emotionally present and right. how to engage in a ways outside of just doing Right. They don't they don't have a growth mindset. They have I've arrived mindset. I'm a, I have a fixed mindset. Right. And here's the frustrating part about this. And I've been wrestling with this and I've mentioned this before in previous podcasts a while back. But I want to save every marriage. I want to fix everybody. I want there to be a clean, easy system Magic right. one, two, three steps you do, and it can fix all the bad marriages. But actually, let me rephrase that. It can fix all the bad spouses. Bad marriages come from bad spouses, and bad spouses are individuals who are not healthy. Right. They are people who have not done their work, who who don't understand how to have relationship. They're so much either in their survival brain, that self-protective um, place or they have shut down completely in terms of learning how to grow. And I'm wrestling with playing with kind of these three basic compartments of, of uh, spouses out there. Mm -hmm. There's the, the good end of the spectrum, which is I know that I'm imperfect. I want to change. I'm intentionally trying to grow this relationship. I want to be a successful in my marriage. That is their motivation. That's their heart. And they have the actions to put behind it. Mm -hmm. uh, door number two are people who know things aren't going really, really good. Um, they know they need to get better, but they don't really want to put some action behind it because it's too hard. It's too difficult. It's, it's, um, 
So they have that awareness. Yeah, they have that awareness, but they don't have have the, the tools or the plans to put something into action. And then there's door number three, which is the people who just don't even have the awareness. And therefore, why would they even be looking for tools to have a better marriage? Right. They don't actually have any desire to become better human beings, better spouses, and therefore have better marriages. So that could be a lack of awareness or a, not a lack of awareness and an awareness, but just I don't care. Uh, lack is of that, caring. No. Is that like door number four? Um, like for the people who... No, it's not, it's not door number four. It's still door number three because they will always ascribe that to the other person's problem. Why do you want me to keep doing that? Quit asking me. That's not my job. Why should I have to do that? Yes, I'm aware of it now, but I completely disagree with you. Why? I've done enough. And so, uh, again, this might change. Nobody hold me to this, okay? But I, I really am trying to not waste my time. Well, I have a quote. Let me pull it up here really quick here. Hold on a second. Because I have to kind of talk to myself in terms of um, what I want to do with this podcast, what I want to do with other things in my life, some of the coaching stuff that I do for companies and individuals and executive leaders and things like that and ministry leaders and things like that. Um, And I came across this quote again. I heard it on some podcast somewhere. Stop trying to convince the inconvincible. Right. Well, here's what I was thinking. You said something of, a minute ago about wanting to fix all the marriages and, yeah. and fix the spouses that need the fix so that they can have the good marriage. Yeah. And, and, and you can, we can put out the best podcast. We can put out the best tools, yeah. the best everything. But if someone doesn't want to change, there's nothing Not we, we can, can do. do about it. Yep. And so, but I want there to be, I want there to be, you want to find the perfect thing that gets the motivation to my, yes, my brain, I am wired to, well, they're not interested. How can I change what we have to make them interested, to get them engaged? Do we need to um, produce different kinds of content? Do we need to create a different kind of program? There has to be something I can do that's going to kick you in the butt and, and, if you'll hear, dear listeners, uh, this is some of my unhealth. This is some yeah. of the things I need to work on. I'm aware of it. I have that awareness to say, Paul, that's not even possible. Right. Paul, don't but, even waste your time trying to do this. But it's there. It is. Well, and because we just really want to see people yeah. grow and change. So the motivation isn't a codependent yeah. type of like, I've got to fix everybody kind yeah. of thing. Therefore, I have value and worth. No, I'm right. already worthwhile and valuable. Yeah. At least you, to you. You are. At least to one. At least to one. <laughs> and um, to me, myself. I, right. I, yeah. But man, we we just love seeing marriages and people transformed and yep. changed. Mm-hmm. And I mean... For me, some of that comes out of seeing where I was and where I am now and how unbelievably amazing it feels to have a marriage like ours and how unbelievably grateful I am for all the stuff that you have learned and and brought into our marriage so that we can be where we're at. Um, And, oh, I just want to see that for every marriage. So I get that. I get why you want want to want to do that but you talk about this even uh, in our workshops and and our labs that we do that if 
if I'm sitting in a chair yeah. and you Ooh. want me to get out of the chair. Don't don't bring my <laughs> lessons that I teach other people back on me. How can you make me get out of the chair? What can you do beyond shoving me out of it? Beyond physically touching you. Yes. I could ask you. I could bribe you. I could threaten you. I could trick you. I could try to do all these things. You could ask me nicely. Yes. But what? But you you can't make me unless I want to. Unless you want to get up out of the chair. Yes, exactly. You're you're not standing up. So so we just need to keep doing what we're doing. So I guess what we're saying in all of this is uh, we're asking you, dear listeners, to kind of take an evaluation both of yourself and of your relationship. Um, if you are that door number one group, which is we listen to this because we want to actively make our marriage better. We value our relationship. Um, we want to, um, at the end of our lives, look back and say, we did marriage well. Um, we love you guys and we want to get to know everyone out there. Okay. All nine of you, we're going <laughs> to, we're growing our audience to nine. Um, and if you want to just write into us, okay, Paul at securemarriage.com or Shannon at securemarriage.com and say, we're door number one people. We, we really want to do our marriage well and just thank you. Or we appreciate your podcast or, um, Hey, we'd love to hear something about this. Let us know because we want to know you're out there yeah. or even better. Um, write a nice review on uh, your podcast app about the podcast. We're trying to get a little a few more reviews or trying to get that helps kind of boost the podcast awareness. And so other people who want to have good marriages, they can find this as well. But but, but you guys are lovely. You might be uh, door number two people, which is we know our marriage isn't working right. And we've been looking for something to make our marriage better. And we haven't found it yet. And maybe you guys have the answer. Maybe there is some solutions, some some frameworks. Maybe there is some programs. Maybe there is some podcast episodes. Maybe we can ask you questions. You're, again, paul at securemarriage.com, shannon at securemarriage.com. You can send us an email and ask us a question and we answer those questions on the podcast. We want to create content that is going to um, teach, educate, inform, and transform yes. individuals and couples out there. Um. If you are door number three people, you're not even hearing this, so it doesn't even matter. You're not on the podcast looking for how to have a better marriage. You're not even listening. So those people aren't even out there. So we don't even need to bother with those people. But if you're married to one, if you're married to someone, mm. and this is the, the heartbreak compartment. This is the door number four, which is the hardest for me, which is you have one spouse in a marriage who desperately wants their marriage to be better and they have a spouse who does not. Mm, yeah, that's hard. Those are the people who feel trapped. Those are the people who feel discouraged and hopeless. Those are the people who are hopeless. Those are the ones who are um, giving up, but they also feel conflicted because they don't want to be the ones who give up on their marriage. Right. They want to keep fighting and giving up f on their marriage feels wrong, mm -hmm. feels difficult, feels immoral. And sometimes um, they just don't want to be that person. They 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 have a beautiful part, which is they still want to hold out hope. Right. Um, those are the ones that we hear from a lot. Those are the ones that we see people posting all the time and they're kind mm -hmm. of sharing their stories. Um 
And there are some solutions. There's some hard solutions in there, but there are some solutions for, for those individuals. What we usually say is um, you actually can start to transform your marriage even when both people aren't at the same place yet. Right. And oftentimes as you work and become as healthy as possible, it it creates an invitation for other people around you, your yeah. spouse, your children, everyone else around you to um, start becoming healthy as well. Yes. This is that that would be the very first thing I always tell everyone to do is when it feels like the marriage isn't going to make it, when it feels like the marriage isn't going to survive, when it feels like your spouse is never going to change and you're contemplating, should I give up? You want to make sure that if the marriage is not going to last, that you've done everything, everything you absolutely possible. You've acted within your own integrity and you have given it your 110%. Yeah. So that you know you can be at peace within yourself that says, I know I tried. Yeah. And I use something that is known to work, that it right. actually does produce real change in relationships. Yeah. Um, if you're in that place and you're saying, Okay, how do I make sure I know that I've tried really, really good? Um, we have some tools on securemarriage.com, which is there. you can use them in a very short amount of time. You can get good at using those tools, and we know that they work to produce really good relationships. You can start to use those tools and, they, and, and see if they actually work. And if they start to work, then you get to enjoy the beautiful benefits of that. And if your spouse doesn't start to change. If your marriage doesn't start to change, you have changed. Yes, and you that's have become the... a healthier version of yourself. There's still a, a major win in all yes, of this. Yes, exactly. And and you can take that healthy version of yourself into whatever relationship you need to uh, be in next. Right. Again, there's no downside to that. Nope. Ever. So that's again. We kind of were biased towards our tools. I totally get it, but we know that they work. No, oh, they do. Yeah. So um, there's just an invitation for um, some folks to to kind of evaluate where that in the marriage at the end of the year here, um, and to maybe have the next step in place. Um, whether it's sending us an email, whether it's looking at one of our programs, whether it's listening to some more of our podcasts, or going on a marriage cruise with or us, or going on a marriage cruise in April. Whatever you want to do. Yep. Um, we're here to provide the tools and the path, but you get to do the heavy lifting and you get to um, make your marriage better yep. by doing the work. Absolutely. Which is back to the original content of what we started the podcast off. Yeah, you can't just <laughs> float along. Nope, you can't just float along. You don't gravitate towards health. Anyway, um, Happy New Year. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Merry Year. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Yes, it is just a few days before Christmas here. And we're kind of wrapping up the year for us and getting ready for some new stuff coming up in the new year. We're yeah. really looking forward to those things. Can't wait for those. Um, but in the meantime, um, thank you for listening. Yes, thank you for listening. We love hearing from everybody who uh, does take the time to reach out to us. Um, we hope your Christmas, we hope your New Year's, we hope your holidays is um, lovely and beautiful. Okay? All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next time. Okie doke. Goodbye. Bye-bye.